this is gonna be the intro to Gene guys fucking giggling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my lord. <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> I love it. What were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ, the BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. It's where it's going. Zero six, zero, zero six, zero six. Zero six. The mark of Take the out the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. Uh, <laughs> She's like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Um, we are uh, back in the air-conditioned studios. Uh, the at Studio AC, I guess we could call it that. I don't know if we wanted to give it a, a name or not. But uh, anyway, Nick's here. What's up, buddy? Yo, yo. How's it going? BJ's nice. on the ones and twos. We're going to call it Buck's house, just to make yeah. Nick mad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I ain't gonna get mad unless he interrupts me. Yeah, yeah. I've I've already done that. What? <laughs> I've already done that twice. I, I don't know why. I'm sorry. Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I, earlier with Nick. We, we were doing the uh, exactly. we were doing the uh, um, mic check, and uh, I didn't hear BJ say, "Okay, Nick, mic check." I just heard BJ say, "Okay, mic check," and so you started, so I started, and it was a whole thing. You're you're good uh, at selective hearing. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong i know five or six people that would agree um and a couple of them i still only see um <laughs> uh and in the studio with us today we have latoris harrison um from the conceited nobody podcast uh which is an awesome uh, local podcast that you guys should check out um immediately um our uh, past guest jason richie's on that show as well we, you guys know how funny he is um and latoris is a uh, very very uh smart and fun individual we're excited to get him in the uh uh, studio today. What's up, man? How's it going? What's up, man? Pleasure to be here. Absolutely, man. Pleasure to have you. Um, so, one thing that uh, I, I um, wanted to to dive into with you, and and and, and we'll get into this, um, is you know how did you dive into making this podcast like 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 what what moved you to 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 dive in and start the the conceited nobody which by the way is spelled k-n-o-w um body right Right, if for anyone looking that up um (laughs) how'd that all come about um i've always done something like i've always been on top of the internet okay uh not financially had i known the financials i probably could have made some money because it started off with me and my brother had a twin he uh, passed away in 2014, but we used to do videos like vlogs on YouTube. Okay. We used to have a called board running my track. We used to sit on there and just talk. Okay. And this was like 07, 08. We was like oh. far ahead of the curve. Yeah. But we didn't know what we was doing. We was just having fun. Sure. So then we would just post videos all the time. And I got a buddy. Shout out to uh, Ellie Octane at Rich Harvest, Pod- Rich Harvest Studios. He had a format where they was just going to do podcasts. Um I wasn't familiar with him in the context I am now. Like, I had heard of him, but I didn't know exactly what it was, but he wanted me to have a show on there. Okay. So, the first one I had was the show 317. Okay. And my co-host was Slackers. 
Okay. So I end up just ditching yeah. him and then just going to the casino. Nobody, but it it's a long. It's a, just oh uh, yeah, it's just kidding. <laughs> Back get hurt. <laughs> Feel like a pallbearer <laughs> carrying all that dead weight. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But it was a natural <laughs> transition. Like I've always been a talker, mm-hmm. and in addition to just being a talker, I've been a researcher. So. When you find something, you feel like nobody else know it feel good to talk about it. Sure. And so that's how I got uh, started. Yeah, okay. Very, very cool. Um, so so when when you say that you, you know, started, uh, you know, digging into stuff that, that, you know, not a lot of people were talking about and you wanted to talk more about that, like what what was kind of a breakthrough moment? What was, was there one piece of information or maybe, or maybe an event that you started to learn about or... It's almost it, it almost seemed like providence, okay. Like something that just was beyond provided, me. Jim. But I had an older brother who was like into uh, he like read a lot. So when he used to read a lot, he used to tell me about the things he read about, and he used to resonate with me no matter what it was. So we are most of us from Anderson in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Kojak Fuller. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. know Kojak. Mm-hmm. Kojak, uh, he a distant cousin. He had. Introduced me to a book probably like when I was nineteen called Behold a Pale Horse, which everybody know about. Yeah. So at nineteen I'm reading about the protocols of Zion and things like this and everybody else, you know what I'm saying? We still on PlayStation One. This is how old we are. Shout out to you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> but we all on PlayStation One and it's like the the things in the book resonated with me. I grew up in a Christian uh household. Yeah. So William Cooper, rest in peace to him. He was Christian based, but he was showing all these alternative theories and stuff, what people uh, call conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. But they resonated with me. They sound true. And and like it was like a rabbit hole. Yeah. Like it was red pill, blue pill. And next thing you know, I'm out here fighting. Yeah. (laughs) All the people in the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it, it it was just so. It was like I, I went down the hill fast. Sure. And I'm just like seeing everything like UFOs, uh, yeah. which I believe is just fallen angels. And things like this is like alternative thoughts. Where I'm 19, 20 at yeah. the time learning these oh, things. Oh, absolutely. And, so, and it just led me to here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I, you know, that kind of, um, you know, coincides with, with sort of um, my ki- kind of path to the truth movement, I guess, if that's, you know, how you want to acknowledge it. Um, because there were, uh, I've, I've always been about, um, and was lucky enough to, to, to grow up in a household that did, um, promote alternative thought. And, um, that's something that, uh, I've just kind of always enjoyed having is, you know, and, and also has caused more arguments than it probably should have just simply because there are things that I don't fully understand unless I argue them, to the point of being understood, like, like I have a really, like, I don't want to call it a hard time, but like, it is, um, not the easiest thing for me to do when a, you know, rule changes and I don't understand why it changed or what have you. I immediately go to suspicion. I'm like, okay, but who does this benefit? You know what I mean? And, and that doesn't matter if it's a law that doesn't matter if it's a, I don't know, a new house rule, house rule, quote unquote. And I've just always had a hard time with taking, you know, this is the way it is because we said so. And, uh, um, yeah, I can, uh, relate with that a lot. Well, in today's world, I mean, everything, is usually tied to or related to some form of money flow or uh, power flow. So it's not necessarily wrong to think, you know, 
somebody's benefiting from this new law or from this yeah from this new judgment or whatever it might be sure um so you you said that you were reading uh did you say the 12 protocols of, uh, of protocol. well it's in the uh, behold a pale horse okay it opened what up with the protocol design which okay. is the um the plan to take over the world basically okay and through the, whatever means they plan on using like media and things like that uh false wars things mm-hmm. of that nature and so it, um this kind of leads me into something that that uh, leading into this podcast, you know, you, you had asked me, is there anything specifically you want to talk about? And <clears throat> so what um, I, I'm assuming that through just, you know, you, your curiosity and, and reading that you uh, um, learned about the, the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, uh, l- l- t- tell us about that. What's um, I could be because honestly, it's something that, that I've heard of on on a couple of different podcasts and have a have a very um elementary sort of understanding of um but uh um i did not yeah so i'm very interested yeah again i grew up in a christian household sure um church every sunday Mm -hmm. sometimes on wednesday the uniqueness of me growing up in a christian uh household is that at the age of 14 or 15 i'm 15 I ended up being a preacher and how that happened is I was sitting in church. I remember like it was just yesterday. I was talking to my mother and she, I told her like I was listening to a minister talk and I said, sometimes I'd be want to stand up and tell these people something. I'm saying they're absolutely absent minded. I'm not even thinking about what I'm saying. I don't even know why I said it. Yeah. And that's when I remember she looked at me like real strange and I leave. Next thing I know she got me over my uncle's house who a deacon talking about I was called to preach. And I look at her like, what? I'm like, no, what? I'm, I'm going to play basketball. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? That's yeah, how yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah. But we're in a matriarchal uh, society. So mm-hmm. when your mother say do something at that age, you're going to do it. And I'm that's my pops was around, but he wasn't hands on like she was. So just to fast forward through it, like they actually had me doing sermons. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't know how the shit I was talking about. Like I'll get up there, I'll say some shit, and I'll be like, man, this shit sound pretty cool. And then they, you know, it's like they clap and say, "Amen." Yeah. Like I be like, "Man, it's hot." And they be like, "Amen." And I like, "Damn." You know what I'm saying? This, yeah. Yeah. This, this, this easy. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. So what they have shoes on today? You know, you know what, what I'm saying? Mean? He showed the yes, Lord. And I'm like, "Man, it's cool." You know. But I was never comfortable. Yeah. And then in addition to this, I'm like now I'm 14, 15. They got me sitting here with these preachers who's supposed to be pillars of the community. Mm-hmm. And like I, I always tell people that I went through certain things and I didn't know why I was going through. You know what I'm saying? It's like you getting your armor put on and you don't even know you're going to war. You know what I'm saying? They hand you a sword. You're like, what's this? They hand you a helmet. You're like, I, I don't need this. But this is the journey I feel like I've always been on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd be sitting back here with these people and like my mother sent me to a Bible college. So I'd be riding in a car with them. I'm around these people who I never, I thought highly of. You know what I'm saying? I thought yeah. they walked on water and turned uh, – <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Water in the wine. Absolutely. So when you back here and you sitting in the study with them, they talking about fucking bitches. It open your eyes up. You like, wait a minute, what is yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Lord. You be fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to get to where you at more yeah. than one way. Yeah. So I'm in the Bible college and I always tell the story about you familiar with the fallen angels or the uh, Anunnaki? Oh yeah, 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 yeah I'm very absolutely. Familiar with that. And yeah. they talk about the Sethite theory. Yeah. 
I'm 15 years old and the, um, the teacher slash preacher slash whatever. He run through Genesis 6 chapter where it's talking about uh, the sons of Elohim or sons of God came down and reproduced with the women. And I don't know why this stood out to me, but he mentioned the Sethi theory to where it wasn't uh, angels. It was humans from the line of Seth. And at 15, that stood out to me. Like if nothing else stood out, that did. So that was like part of the journey to where I'm at now. So just I was always rooted in some type of scripture, okay. whether Christianity or whatever, I was rooted in it. So it manifested later on. Okay. And I, I could go on, but I just need to know if you like questions along the way and stuff. Yeah. But just even being raised in a Christianity never resonated in my spirit. Yeah. Like I could always find something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And like, I wanted to believe it. Yeah. Like I wanted to believe the core principles and stuff because it was how I was raised. Sure. And one of the things that really stood out was the, um, the Ashkenazi Jews being called the people of the book. We know that they were established there in 1948. They was uh, actually considered a nation then. And people would use that as um, some kind of divine yeah. thing to happen. Like the, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say, I think um, that that's a, that's a very unique distinction that, that a lot of people don't understand, is that there's a very big difference between the nation state yeah. of Israel and the um, biblical state. Right. Of of Israel, um, Israel did not become a, uh, a legal nation state until the forties, like you said, and so um, you know that's that's something that that I don't think a lot of people understand. And in today's society, I feel like to bring light to the distinction, you know, is uh, something that that you I have seen you address online is it'd be seen as anti-Semitic, yeah. and um, you know. That's a, a, a huge kind of highlight point that I wanted to, to, to share with our listeners. And, and again, with that, they were established in 1948, but people don't know that things happen, plans get made, and then they don't get executed until decades later, sometimes mm-hmm. even centuries. With the um, nation of uh, Israel, it was, if I'm not mistaken, like right after the, the First World War. Where they start laying the plans out to make it, uh, how they're gonna galvanize the United States and get into the wars like a trade off. Um, with Winston Churchill and Great Britain, they told the uh, Zionists that they would give them Israel if they can get the United States to the war. And there's so many things going to it. If you ever get a chance, anybody listening, check out uh, Pawns in the Game mm-hmm. by I think William Guy Clark, if that's I'm not mistaken. It's one of the best books you can ever read. Okay, it going to detail. About the events and stuff, and not just the world wars, yeah, but things that precipitated that far as different, yeah. Because you're familiar with the uh, what people call Illuminati, mm-hmm. the Rothschild, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Their power is amazing. Yeah, as far as this world go, their reach, their their planning. Like if you can't marvel anything or admire anything else, you can invite their ingenuity. Yeah, the way they plot plan, mm-hmm. the way they put their people in certain positions yeah 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 but which is well which is where i kind of um people kind of ask me all the time you know where where does freemasonry tie into this and in the execution of the acts you know you know whether conspiracy based or fact based a lot of it is verifiable that you know these um these uh dynasties these american and beyond dynasties 
um, Rothschilds, Rockefellers, um, uh, uh, even beyond that, the Vanderbilts, um, even going back uh, farther than that. But their execution of what they have done in the past is not only an indication to their craftsmanship, which is where I think the the Freemasonry ties in, because it, it's done with impeccable, um, uh, you know, ingenuity, but um, at the same time, I think that the it's it, it, that that I've always had the government is um, so clumsy that like the government could never do this and that's why I'm like yeah look at the people that are not in the government yeah. they, they you know they, they, they're the ones you, you, you kind of want to check out and so w- when people come to me and they're like yeah but the Freemasons Freemasons it's like I'm you know it's not the Freemasonry is evil it's simply an emphasis on symbolism and craftsmanship right. you know that's it's and, and that's anyone can use you know certain you know um, principles of Freemasonry communicate anything to anyone. You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't have to certainly be, you know, what are quote-unquote Freemason symbols. You can use any symbol for any type of, you know, communication in a way that is in that method. So, um, and look but at, yeah. Look at the social power that the Freemasons yeah. have. Like, if you're a Freemason and you put a job application in, and I put a, a job application in, and I'm not a Freemason, but our skills are virtually the same, I might even be a little bit better. They're... There's a higher chance if if this company is funded or if they are like have donations from Masons that they're gonna hire more Masons and that's you know yeah. it's 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 the brotherhood that's kind of that's kind of yeah. what they do that's, that's part of it and to that point like my father was a Freemason mm-hmm. but he was an ignorant Freemason in the yeah. context of he didn't understand he thought There's it was just some too. fraternal shit yeah. so I, I think Freemasonry is evil as an entity and is the, like the core beliefs which it is people I'm sure we all familiar with who are part of it sure. who can't digest this information without taking it personal but I think that yeah, that's a good point. the secrecy and the symbolisms like the symbols it's a lot of symbols that's used to convey or try to attract spirits you know what I'm saying? Like they, these specific things, it's like the numerology, how they have it set up, the cult. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's how you, it's like doorways, the things that what these symbols are. And that's how come they put in mainstream. Uh, we see with rap music, Jay Z throwing up the rock song, what he called a rock song, but you see it used in fraternities and things like that to what you mm-hmm. was talking about as far as the favoritism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Freemasonry, that's something we can point out, but we all. Also, can use the fraternities, mm-hmm. the sororities, yeah. and it's it's all tied in, mm-hmm. but just divided up and stuff to keep people out of the know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's that pyramid. Like, it's, definitely, there's there's levels, definitely, and and certain levels don't know about the next levels. It's kind of like parallel universes. You know, if if that's a thing, we would never know it. And that's like what Buck was just saying, talking about you can, the government can't be. You know what I'm saying? All. And up until recently, I had my mind like everybody's in on it. Yeah. That's how I had my yeah. mind because that's how I came into this truth. Because, you know, once you're in, you know, looking for the truth, man, it's like you take everything in and you believe sure. everything because everything else was a lie. So you just right. start taking everything. Yeah. Yes. That happens, that happens to a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. And it definitely happened to me, too, for sure. And, and it still does. Like, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm not I'm uh, luckily now not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. But, you know, it's one of those things. But. So where we at in the question? Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I was just going to say, um, you, well, you, you were just talking about how, uh, you know, um, well-crafted and, and how, you know, the Rothschilds and, and, and how those families, how they've, you know, set plans yeah. to have them execute years later. 
and, and if I'm, because it's always something you can come back to, you know what I'm saying? It's all, but if I was just to get back out, I got on my path to find it. Yeah, 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 tribes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Like, I believe in the spiritual world. Yeah. I believe in entities and stuff. I mm-hmm. believe in uh, just, if we just going to be frank, angels, demons, to call them like that. So, y'all heard of uh, sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and things like that. Have you ever anybody ever experienced it? I have not. You have, yeah. And, I, and one of my best friends had terrifying. I have done. Yeah, yeah. Power, it's like um, one best friend, one of my Trent, who's longtime member of Smugcast family, and, and what we do here. Um, he was paralyzed during the on on the ground, demon coming at him, but it had his wife's voice, and so like, and and Trent is a very um, militant uh, black man. He's not a big fan of hugs, not a big fan of ever really showing emotion except laughter. But when he told that story, like it was just like, it just shook all of us. Cause that's not Trent. Yeah. And he told that story and I've had it where I can't scream. I know I'm awake. I can't move. And then when you wake up, I, you just, you can't breathe cause you're, cause it sends you into a panic attack. It's happened like twice in probably my life. That And mine was mine similar to <clears throat> BJ's. It was, it was like, I woke up. But I wasn't in my body, but I knew I was a part of it, and I couldn't control anything. I couldn't. I tried screaming, and like I was screaming in my head. Yeah. I I, I could mm-hmm. hear myself screaming, but there was nothing coming out. It was. A lot of people call it the astral world, also. Yeah. And if you get stuck in between, it's kind of like a purgatory where you yeah. you're not yeah. able mm-hmm. to interact with anything. You're just there witnessing it all. And right before the sleep paralysis was the band, Dark Coat, whatever. And then it switched to where I woke up, couldn't scream, couldn't move. So it went from like this one, felt like a dream. It switched, but like vivid talking, could feel him. Like, and then it switched, and then I woke up and I couldn't move, and I was screaming, nothing's coming out of my voice. Wow. It's the most, it's one of the only times in my life that where I've been like, I'm just not going to say anything about this because like it freaked me out to the point. Like if I keep talking about it, maybe he going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the thing That's... with it, like I heard it so much from my parents, my parents from down South. So mm-hmm. they got a lot of the haunted house stories. The spooks, oh yeah. Spooks. So they would always tell me about it. And why I mentioned <coughs> it because it was one night I was up on YouTube on my YouTube uh, journey. I always say I go to YouTube University. Yeah. Before they start censoring it super heavy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was on there studying the book of Enoch and mm-hmm. following angels and things like that. And I was heavy into the study and like I went to sleep and you know, it's the, the you can't move. Like you try to move and it happened to me once as a teenager so I knew what it was but still scared. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm talking <clears throat> like I'm trying to get up nothing happening. So I start praying. And at the time in my ignorance, I'm referring to the Messiah as Jesus. I'm like, uh, in Jesus' name, please get off me. I'm saying stuff like that. So I start saying what's called the Lord's Prayer. And in my mind, I could hear it mocking me, saying the same exact thing. Now I'm super scared. So I start praying harder. I don't know how long it actually took place, but it felt like forever. But all of a sudden, it just lifted up, and now I was able to just move. You know what I'm saying? The room is pitch black. I see a shadow that's darker than the darkness walking. And it's, it's, it's super tall, and it walked through the door. And I, 
I said a quick prayer because my brother was downstairs. I said, please don't let it go down there and bother him because he's not as spiritually strong as I am. So it's things like that that just reaffirm my spirituality because yeah. <clears throat> it's not just me believing in the most high. I know this is the opposite side. So you know, things are allowed to happen to us. Like if you, I don't know how familiar with scriptures you all are, but if you read the book of Job, nothing goes on without the okay from the most high. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about everything, whether we think it's egregious or we think it's a blessing. It all has to go through him. And me at that time, I'm not understanding this. And at this time, maybe since the age of 15, since my mother had me um, super heavy in the church, I was dealing with depression. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't a cool depression, the social media depression where yeah. you get up there and you get 100 likes for saying you thinking about killing yourself. Yeah. Um, I internalized it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not with the saying. I don't, <laughs> I don't want the hugs. I don't know if I'm a militant black man, but I don't want nobody to come and tell me, hey, man, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Just because you said. So I internalized this shit because I yeah. always say, man, like, I'm a man's man. Yeah. I'm checking out with a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I'm not venting to nobody about no silly shit. I'm going to die on my sword. That's how my mentality was. So yeah, I would yeah. internalize a lot of things, but I could never figure out what was wrong with me. Like, I don't believe in medication. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a super pill to make you feel good or anything like that. But just to zoom up to me finding out about the 12 tribes, about true heritage, I get on uh, internet journeys. Where I can be looking up like how do you make a Big Mac? What's it a Big Mac sauce? Next thing you know, I'm looking at like was Harvey, Louis Harvey Oswald acting alone, and I don't know how the fuck I got there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's how things happen. But at the time, I'm looking at the boule, mm -hmm. which means you mm -hmm. had a brief discussion on. Yeah, never heard of boule in my life. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking up. Um, I'm losing his name, and it's crazy because he's the primary reason why I'm here today, as far as his videos, but. Are you Steve Coakley. Oh, Steve Coakley. Are you familiar with him? No, nah, I was going to say um, there's, there's Bishop another Larry guy, Gators. Bishop Larry Gators. Not familiar, but if you, Steve Coakley got manifestos. I'm talking about five hour videos. He just breaking oh, it down. Shit. Ooh, I'm about to check him out. And he, he passed away in like, he passed away maybe over 10 years ago, but his study was so intricate and so, you know what I'm saying, precise that it just, like, you ever. Just see something you believe the first time you see it. Like it all, it all just makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, you had that feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and this is one of the things. So this is how I know how the most I work. Because I'm not looking for anything about the 12 tribes. I'm not looking for about the, the Hebrews, the Israelites, none of that. But in the suggestions, it take me to a minister that was in uh, Kentucky. He passed away too. But it was like talking about Boule video. So I go watch his stuff. Then in the next suggestion, it was like, uh, it say blacks are the real Hebrew Israelites. And I'm like, what? So I watch it. And this was another instance of everything making sense. And what I mean by that is like when I said I couldn't jive with Christianity, like the main thing was the once they become a nation, like once Israel is restored, the Messiah comes right after. And I'm like, man, they over there tanks, you know what I'm saying, riding around. They killing little Palestinian children. They blowing things up. They having gay parades. I'm like, this is debauchery. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. this is nothing holy. And so yeah. then, like, when I'm watching the videos and stuff, you got to understand, this was maybe like four years ago. And I'm still, like, this when I was heavy on Facebook, like, I hate Facebook. Yeah. I use it now for the podcast. I understand the program that's going on with Facebook. The sure. Petty, petty stuff. But I used to run a little group. 
it was like Christian based, and I'd be on there. And it's the stuff that we was just talking about. I I, I couldn't even just sit there and talk about church stuff. Like I'm yeah. introducing the things about the uh, giants and things like that. Yeah, death on the flood with purpose. So once I find out, and it is, it's kind of like hard for me to just put everything because it's, it's so much. You know, so this really a conversation for our drive to California. That's what it is. But yeah. it's this is one of the times once the information hit me, I couldn't stop taking it in. Like I went from video to video, and I was listening to people who I who I think less than nothing right now. Like with certain ideologies that I was listening to. And I'm like, but this is just the introduction. You know what I'm saying? I had to peel away, peel away, uh, what they call, chew up the meat, spit out the bones. Mm-hmm. Pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I had to, but it, that's, that's in short, that's the journey. But without people just saying this is that, I had to do some study on my own. Mm-hmm. And what, what I mean by that is like, I had to just, if you'd asked me at this time, I'd have told you I knew 90% of the scriptures, 90% of the Bible. In all honesty, reflecting, I knew about 5%. Yeah. The main thing I knew was people's names. Yeah. And even that was wrong because they were anglicized. Yeah. But I had to go back and start looking at the scriptures from the point of view of the people at that time. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, we, what we do, we read the Bible, we look at it from a European standpoint, mm-hmm. a, a Western European standpoint, and it. What would what would be the biggest contrast there? Like like if you had to give kind of a an obvious example, what what would uh, one be? Who it was written to? Okay. And what I mean by that is like the Bible is a tribal book. Yeah. It's written to a specific group. It's not like it wasn't written to the world, but it's like somebody picked it up and said, "This is ours." Just say, for instance, if we mm. have a private party. And I said, everybody invitations, and y'all, one of y'all lose y'alls. And somebody else find it, and they just show up at the party. And not only at the party, but they changing the decorations, changing the meaning of, they change the playlist for the song. Mm-hmm. And they apply it to themselves, especially if this person is in power. And that's like one of the things, like, when you read the scriptures, man, and if you, like, I'm, I'm going to just talk in, in common terms. Because, mm-hmm. like, course i don't call say god i say elohim i don't say uh lord i say yahuwah which is a proper name but anytime you read or listen you always hear him say the god of israel that's how he's always referred to and that's that's how the divide is if you read deuteronomy 32nd chapter and this this isn't something that people will get overnight Mm -hmm. and as much as i feel like i know now if I'm going by the percents, I'll say I'm about at 35%. Because I think it would be too much for me to know everything. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm, I don't need the most all. Because mm-hmm. I can govern myself. But everybody here familiar with the um, Tower of Babel? Yeah, yeah. Just so, to, to an extent, not not super, super familiar. It's just, it's just like the the nations. They all. Well, I'm not even going to say the nations, the people. Because at this time, it wasn't nations. They all came together. Isn't isn't that what the Dark Tower is about? You know what? It's crazy that you say that because I'm on book five of uh, this series. Yeah. Don't tell me nothing else. Nah. I'm with the content. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a big Stephen King fan, man. But yeah. I'm, 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 it could have like uh, 
I don't say it's it's not it's not like directly it it's not like doing it word for word. It's it's like using the concept yeah. of the, the the towers and it, it plays into like this a supernatural like there's a supernatural feel to it. And it's crazy because Stephen King, the best writer ever. But go ahead. Steve, uh, <laughs> the Stephen King book, one of the best ones, is uh, called Nightmares and Dream Escapes. Yeah. It's his collection of short stories. I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah. It's I'm one of my familiar with I haven't checked it out. I, I heard uh, uh, on a podcast the other day that he like doesn't even remember writing Carrie. Like he was so fucked, like yeah. just fucked out of his mind on drugs. He doesn't remember <laughs> writing it. That makes sense. Well, there's how a movie there's is. a story there's a story in there called The Diamond and the Beggar. It's one of the best fables, like you know about uh, how the perspective. And it was kind of weird how Stephen. There's one in there called The Cadillac, which is kind of gruesome how it happens. And he goes the the beggar and the diamond, where the beggar can't see or whatever. And then you know one of the angels is upset, like how can we treat our people that way? And then it's a great it's a great little story to read. He writes so good to scare, and I, I think it's I think it's auto writing. I don't think he's conscious. I think somebody take control of him because his detail, his story within the story, almost like a scribe of the Bible would. Yeah, it's all, almost like that. It, it's just so intricate. And I appreciate it, but yeah, uh, to the Tower of Babel. First off, you know in the scriptures, uh, what they call the canon, the Bible that we handed, the one that we see. That's definitely not every single book. Or every writing that was written that was subscribed to by people in ancient times. That was the that was the final draft for release. That was the uh, that there was a lot of shit on the editing room floor. Is what definitely, you're saying? Definitely. Shout out to the Vatican. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, if if you ever get a chance, because some of these writings you can catch it like the books of Enoch, uh, some Targums. If you're familiar with that, I just become familiar with those this year. But it's like ancient writings that people was reading before. What we had the canon have, uh, Jubilees, Jasher, and they go into detail, especially if you get a chance to check out the book of Jasher. It really expounds on the Torah. The Torah is the first five books of the Bible. I get to tell you about like what exactly was going on between Cain and Abel, like when they fought, and just de- different details. And one was like how with the Tower of Babel, the Tower of Babel was during the time of Nimrod, which I'm sure everybody familiar with who familiar with the Nephilim. He was a king, super powerful. And during his time, they was trying to build a tower. And they was trying to build a tower so they can get to heaven. That was their ideology. Um, the whole thing, they was going to try to attack the most high and the host, which is the spirits of heaven and stuff, to go against them for flooding the earth and killing their forefathers. If you ever read the um, epic of Gilgamesh, mm-hmm. this all ties in with the scriptures yeah. and things like that. Which which the Epic of Gilgamesh came out thousands of years before, like the uh, scriptures in, that of are in Noah. the Bible of, mm-hmm. of Noah. I think it was the Sumerians. The Sumerians, that, yep. That that were yep. that had that story. Yep. And it, the flood story is universal, so mm-hmm. you will see different yeah. tellings of it. And what what they was doing is they was trying to get up to heaven, so to speak, to destroy the Most High. So. In the process, if you read Jasher, it tell you that the Most High had his angels throw down arrows with blood on them. So the people actually thought they had destroyed the Most High or whatever, but his whole thing was like, let's go up there and divide them. <clears throat> he said, if we, he said, we don't divide them, something to the effect of nothing to be withheld from. So it's some kind of power that they could have attained that the Most High wanted to keep them away from, but that's when he divided up the nations. Okay. And just, just to your point, though, when you say that it predated, 
just for people who listen to stuff, just because some predates it don't mean that it's superior to it. It just means that this story got told first. So when you say predate, it's just like the story was told first by this person. So say, for instance, if you get into it with a girl and she gets to the police first and tell her side of the story, it don't make her her side valuable or valid as opposed to yours. Um, but so this is the dividing of the nations at the Tower of Babel. I'm giving the condensed version. You can go and read it. But this is yours and put everything in context. So in Deuteronomy 32, when the Most High is talking to Moses, he's recounting these uh, tales to him. He's telling him this is when he divided the nation and he chose Israel as his, as his nation. He didn't choose Israel because Israel was black. He didn't choose them because they was big. Matter of fact, at the time, everybody in the general area was what we consider black. Mm-hmm. So let's just get that established that it wasn't a racial motivation thing for him selecting yeah. Israel. He said he chose them just because he loved them <clears throat> and he wanted to manifest his, his will through them. The whole purpose of Israel was to be like fishermen to the nations. When he divided the nations, he gave different powers and principalities power over these nations. So they were more like states than they were. Uh, I mean, I I, I understand the the the, de- the designation of states, but it, uh, of nations. But in my in my head, I'm 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 trying to 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 relate it to kind of the way. Um, you know, uh, d- different states kind of have different parts of the national, uh, you know, manufacturing line, or they also have different parts of the agricultural production and that sort of thing. Is, is that kind of what you're talking That's about? That's exactly where, even if you don't go like this, the president needs the governors. Okay. Because if you ever seen the Ten Commandments, so like, have no other gods before me. When you brought up Christianity, you think they're talking about don't worship a car, don't worship this. It's talking about actual entities. Like, these are like, Smaller Elohim, they they delegated to do certain things, and Israel was under the Most High and under the uh, Archangel Michael. He's our, he's the, like the prince of the nation, and these other nations had different princes above them, which in turn, instead of leading them to the Most High, they started accepting worship. The whole thing of Israel being separated is uh, when they talk about a holy, like Christianity, just take holy or sanctify, make it mean something else, not wearing pants and things like that. But it means to be set apart from other nations. So when he gave Israel the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. like if you ever read the scripture, those Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai was only given to this one nation. The Ten Commandments didn't apply to the Egyptians, the Amorites, or any other nation surrounding the time. Interesting. So what it was, because they had their deities. Like they had Molech, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Baal, the other uh, things. So you're saying that the other deities were around too, that this isn't just... They these are actual. It's almost beings. like a, yeah. it, it's like a it's like a deity turf war. So, so That's exactly what it is. Deity similar to what the Anunnaki describe. The, the Anunnaki or fallen how, angels, or or how the Anunnaki yeah. describe. They were fallen angels. They start accepting worship and things like that. They make people elongate their heads, like when you see in like the Watusi tribes, different parts, like the things they get. Even the pyramids. When you see the pyramids in different parts of the world. It's a rare edition of the temple in heaven. Like they trying to recreate what they saw in heaven. That's how come it's so spread out. But but they all had the same sort of general exact same thing. You know wow. what I'm saying? Um, but it's a mind blower right there. Being a part of a chosen nation, it's not. If I can, it's it's so crazy because the theology attached to it with Christianity, how they twist things up. When you if you ever now I'm gonna jump over the place. You ever hear people say that you saved by grace? And not uh, uh, faith by not works. 
where Paul say that you you um saved not because nothing you did, but because someone chose you because someone decided you were saved, yeah. right? He yeah. said it's beyond you. So they think that Christianity teaches that it means that when the Messiah died, that's why you saved. It's not nothing because you did. So they say you don't have to do works to be saved. And I'm gonna say you were saved is in a minute, but when it's saying that you was chosen. It's saying that you was chosen not because nothing you did, but because the grace of Elohim, the grace of God. Yeah. The grace of God was pulling you into this covenant, choosing you as a nation. That's what the grace is. It's not that you say, Jesus died for me, uh, will you forgive me for my sins? So it's not your gratefulness. It's not your grace through worship. It's the grace that was cast upon the nation of of Israel at that time. Yeah. And just to bring it... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, 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 you're good. I'm just suggesting this. Just put in perspective to be saved to, or salvation. Biblical salvation to be safe for you and free from, like, the, the um, your enemies. You'd be able to live and worship freely. The reason why they needed salvation is because they broke covenant. And um, Deuteronomy, it, go, it talks about the covenant. And Deuteronomy 28 chapter is the go-to for every uh, Israelite who's in just getting into it. Because they talk about the gifts. I mean, uh, yeah, the blessings and the curses if you obey or disobey covenant. Deuteronomy 28th chapter. And you can also find the exact same thing in Leviticus. Okay. When he made the covenant with the um, Israelites, it was perpetual. He wasn't just talking to the people standing before him, but he said that this is for your children's children and so forth and so on. So if you break it, your children will have to feel the brunt of it. They're going to deal with it too. Just like if you get inheritance, they get that. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's all encompassing. It's not we get the good and not the bad. So when he made that covenant, everybody there agreed to it. And if you know anything about covenants, it's blood bonding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can die for breaking covenant. You I was just co- wondering about that because you think of like, you know, which is covenant and how that works. And covenant is not unique to Israel. It's different nations who have covenants and things like that. That's why I said don't make covenant with other gods. False, you know what I'm saying? They false to us, to, to the Israelites, because they don't have power over us. The power from Israel comes from the Most High. Where the, when you see people who channel different deities, like if you, I know y'all feel familiar with Aleister Crowley. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Iowis, the uh, his, Osiris. No, it, no. Was, it was like A W I S, but it had the like the big head, like the uh, what they call the gray aliens. Yeah, but the, well, the can, point. Can I'm, you Google that, BJ? I think it's um, yeah. might be A W I S S, but you put an Alistair Crawley too, it'll pop up. But the thing is that these entities, they actually. They they serious. Yeah. It's crazy how much influence he got over the world to the Aleister Crawley. Yeah. Like Jay Z, he's almost the theme of life. He he follows Aleister Crawley. Yeah. So I have uh Isn't I have that a friend where that I do jujitsu with mm-hmm. and he was on the podcast actually. Shout out to Chase. Yeah. Um he said that George Bush is the bastard child of Aleister Crowley and that there are documents that prove that his mom and Aleister Crowley were in the same um, were were in the same like at, at the same party uh, at some point in time where he would have been conceived I guess but except for I heard that before except they all look the same all the bushes 
Like they all look like their dad all the way through. But they all related too. Yeah. That that'd be the Just only the thing theory. if he looked a little bit different. Yeah. It's it's something that made me believe that I can't remember exactly what it was. It might not even be that he was Bush father, but I think he was Barbara Bush father. I think that's the rumor. If you it's gonna be tough to find it on Google. Like I'm yeah, not, I, I I don't think it was the George that, Bush. That was, I think it was yeah, Bush. would make more yeah. sense. Yeah, I, I I think I heard the other side of that that it wasn't um, George H uh, W. It was uh, Barbara Bush's father. Yeah, that yeah. would definitely make more sense. Yeah, because he died in 1947. Yeah. yeah, and you made me think about it when you said yeah, that. Like, so you said that I'm like, damn, George do look like George. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, all of them. Yeah, but with. Like if you just click on his Wikipedia page, I'm sure they'd tell. Because what it was, it's like his influence, like the people who, like, it's like the voice in his head. Yeah, and that's how we break it down today. But it was the actual entity that, because when people jump out, the, jump off the roof like this, man, they jumping out on faith in something. You know what I'm saying? Like faith isn't just regulated to the Elohim of the Bible, to the God of the Bible. He's not the only power. He's just all powerful. Like he's delegated power. That's why he said, "Don't have any other gods before me." He's giving them positions of gods. He told them, "You gods," because the word "god" is just power. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. The power you hear too. Like I refer to him like, "This is my power." Mm-hmm. So these other nations have powers. We not to go and deal with their powers. Oh, is that it over there? Yeah. Of lamb. A or? drawing by Crowley of lamb. Lamb. But I mean, that looks like what you were describing. Yeah. That looks yeah. like a gray alien. Wow. So that must have been a drawing from somebody in his family. So was this like because nah, it he says Crowley it. of Lamb? It's is that, he drew it. Like that's how he, you know what I'm saying? Is that what he referred to himself as? No, nah, that was Crowley uh, of Lamb. No, it's a drawing by Crowley of Lamb. Yeah. Like he's the one who drew that. Interesting. That is so weird that he referred to himself as that. I don't feel like he was that old to where he could refer to himself as that. Does he have a cape on? Yeah, it looks like it. Listen, and and that's what Aleister royalty. Crowley wore too. He he yeah. was he was always wearing capes. And you know, Aleister Crowley, he was. This is a Aleister Crowley world that we in right now. The do without will, where everything is good, where the whole of the law is like love is the law. Like long as it's mm. rooted in love, it don't have to be rooted in structure or any type of thing like that. And it's just chaos. There it is. Beliefs and thought. I would assume it has oh, to be Oh, that there. doesn't look like a Freemason symbol at all. Right. <laughs> and you see how I tie in with the Kabbalah, uh, Rosicrucian, whatever that word is. Rosicrucian. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's, but uh, all that stuff comes from the Ashkenazi Jews, and it's all rooted in uh, um, the, the Talmud. Okay. If we ever get deep into that, but... I first heard about the Rosicrucian uh, from um, Assassin's Creed. Uh, okay. Well, so I That's heard. That's actually how I got into it. I heard it on there, but I actually started looking into it after I read Dan Brown's book. I think it was. Uh, Angels and Demons or. It wasn't. It was It was the first one. Why can't I ever remember the first it's one? It's crazy because that's <clears> the one that they had the movie on, the famous one. Da Vinci Code. They've, da Vinci Code. Yeah, it's, it's a Da Vinci Code, but they've made three movies of his. They've made angels and are they're making the third one. The third one is that, that they're making starring is who? Inferno. Pedo, pedo, pedo. Are we on track? <laughs> um, but just while you look for that, just 
when he chose Israel as a nation, he didn't choose us again because we was powerful or because we was black. That's some of the ideologies that people push, like especially when they use the the twelve tribe chart. Which, if you ever see it, we have different uh, modern nations like the Dominicans. They are that's false. Yeah, it's totally false. It's, it's it came from a supposed dream from the person who was running one of the um it's called a one west camp out of New York. And one of the things is they refer to um, white people as Edomites. And they use that to castigate white people as uh, enemy of the Most High, uh, going back to Jacob and Esau. They said that y'all descend from Esau, but that's not biblical either. Yeah. But the thing with that is, even, like, I don't know what nation that you derive from biblically. Yeah. And I don't pretend to. And one of the reasons is because. It's not it's not relevant to my salvation yeah. to know where anybody's from. My the, my salvation is based on getting back in covenant, and so this is where one of the biggest conflicts of Christianity and the scripture is. Like I don't put myself under. I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. I'm part of a nation. Yeah, that's how I identify. When Israel is sick, the world is sick. When we out of covenant, the world is out of covenant. Everything is out of whack. That's scripture So if you was to just Check out the people Who are in the land now Or part of the land You will see that They're not aligning it With scripture Because They are dominating In the most nefarious ways Everything they do Is sinister And yeah. I'm not castigating Like just Normal everyday citizens But the powers that be You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying So They're not the people and they only the people because they said they were. If yeah. you ever study history, they converted. They basically stuck a flag in the ground and are like, "Yeah, this is us." <laughs> basically, the Sims. It was like they playing Sims and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So it was um, David Bowie um, makes a reference to him. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page actually bought Blockshire. Blockshire. This is Aleister Crowley. Aleister Crowley in 1979. Part of the band's "The Song Remains the Same" was filmed on the grounds. They've used the. Uh, do what thou will was described in the vinyl of their albums um he's on sergeant pepper lonely hearts uh, club band and then he was a um a figure for a lot of books that were written mm-hmm. so yeah hey, and a reference for l ron hubbard there as well or or an influence i see there Are you familiar with jack parsons uh not not overly no they jack parsons i think he started like i think he may have created like the first rocket something like that uh, Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard, they was like beefing, like fucking the same girl type beefing. And oh, they was shit. friends. They got real interesting stories, man. It's like this little this little cabal. Yeah, 19, 1945, Parsons separated from Helen, Helen after having an affair with her sister when Sarah left him for L. Ron Hubbard. It's crazy, but it oh, is. Oh, His name is actually Marvel Whiteside Parsons. <laughs> and people don't know uh, Ron Hubbard. I mean, everything is intertwined where he's the founder of Scientology I found it uh, so Crowley started Thelema 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 and it was based out it was based on is it it's P-R-A-E-T-E-R human Praetor human is a Praetor human being that called itself Iowas A-I-W-A-S-S yeah that's what I was looking for contacted him through Rose and subsequently direct dictated a text known as the Book of the Law 
or Liber Al Valigus. That was yeah. That was um, his spiritual advisor was Crowley. Parsons. Wow. Parsons. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Parsons was Jeez. influenced by Helena Blavatsky, right? What do you think about uh, who's that? Who's that lady? Uh, Marita Abramovich. Abramovich. I always want to say Ibrahimish, but that's She's a, a soccer player. Dear witch. Abramovich. Yeah. She Straight a witch. up witch. Um, I remember like when 2020 was coming, everybody said it's going to be the year of vision. Like yeah. Once everything clear. I don't think people knew it was going to be this Man. clear. Because yeah. everything, the veil, and it's all, everything I, I, re, I go back to is written in the scriptures. Like That's how come I'm not shocked by anything. Yeah. I can sit here and I can, I, I don't claim that prophecy shit, but uh, I got enough ingenuity, you know what I'm saying, where I, uh, pay attention, watch the signs, and it's going to happen. Like I told people last year on my show, I said at the end of the year, we make our predictions for the next year. I told them that the United States is going to be civil unrest. I said, it's going to be riots. I said, I didn't know where. I said, but it's going to be riots. Whether they're manufactured, yeah. which what they are. Yeah. But I could see, I could, you know what I'm saying, the dark clouds, I could see them far away so I know it was going to rain. It wasn't nothing deep. Yeah. But when you're around a bunch of sheep, man, you... And it this is how, deep this how you turn into David Koresh. <laughs> this is the making of David yeah. Koresh. You know yeah. like, how you know it was going to rain? I'm like, bitch, I know shit. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and, 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 and also, you know, it's it's that sort of it's that sort of knowledge that will uh, you know get you on the second level of your house just blaring rock music to yeah. the ATF at 1994 like so, you know <laughs> here's here's something I want to bring up it's been a lot of time with you guys and I'm blessed to travel not, I don't know if I say blessed but I went from Indianapolis to St. Louis to the smallest towns in the Midwest right and it just like there's nothing that's changed like everything's just they, they you know the people are done they're, they're, they just go to work go home go to the gas stations like they have no idea what's going on in the outside world. Mm. The it, village. Yeah, it's still it's still because they're so big into their community, right? Mm-hmm. And it was something that just kind of blew my mind. Because when you drive 1,700 miles in five and a half days, like you start have to pay attention to other things, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's it's <clears throat> it's almost like on autopilot. Like some of it's still like the 1950s and 40s. It's yeah. just, just like this. And... Like, you know, and I can see where they, they watch the news and go, oh, my God, really? Yeah. Really? And where they're just, there's so much sheep where they're, like, you try to tell them something else and, and like, oh, well, that's, that's you know, most likely it's caused by something or, or being forced upon us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no way. They're and just, it's crazy because even, like, TV is losing its power. Like, we've all seen the videos where they break it down, television and programming. And I think that's why they're having such a hard time with this COVID thing. Nobody's sitting around watching TV no more, believing everything that Dan rather say. Old people reference. Yeah. Shout out to the wrestling movie. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, here's something I want to run by you guys real fast. So my son plays football. So he had a scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, couldn't go to it. But me, me and AP went and sit up on a hill with a cooler and enjoyed herself. So we had to have a mask for the we were outside they had a parent teachers or they had a parents there so we had to sit in bleachers with masks on social distancing right the whole time i'm thinking to myself one thing so i have a mask on i have to wear a mask at the game they're only gonna the health boards are it's all done by the health board you can only have 250 people in there the whole time and i'm like okay i get it i was like yeah but my kids are tackling each other on the field coming back to my house yeah you're not checking their fevers like they do at other places like 
and i was just like i'm done with this i was like i'm done because they were like literally i mean they were smoking each other it's just contradiction everywhere and that's why i'm saying in the health board's like well you guys got to be spread out and i was like my kid but covid covid is scared of football players i think yeah. so yeah. well no alabama the whole team yeah uh they were they were practicing indoors and, and they got it everybody here got covid though I think, I mean, it's something that's already in us. Uh, I think some people react to it, but I don't think they react as strongly as they do. Um, you hear everybody say in mm-hmm. December they felt like they were sick. Yep. I think they activated. Like, we've been, like, the foods we get, the uh, whatever injections, we don't know what they're doing or how What far. if it was a Super Bowl halftime show? <laughs> That thing was that thing was symbolism as hell, yeah. well, and it was a ten million people watched and resonated the energy of that ritual. Here's the other thing: is so as soon as, as soon as that might have happened, and let's say they put it in our foods in the food manufacturing that we buy, then all of a sudden that plant, oh, salmonella broke out. We're gonna have to shut this plant down and go through and clean it out. Yeah, and then all that, all that. Why can't they give us anything to lose weight? Like easily. Yeah, we we put this. We you know, put this. like something like, hey, you're gonna lose thirty pounds in this. They did. You can go get eight. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't have magic money. Oh my goodness. Greed. Oh man. Stephen King book Greed. I didn't know yep. gays because AIDS was called gay related immunodeficiency. Yeah. Wow. What are they gonna call COVID and shit? You know what I mean? Like AIDS really evolved from well, that shit. Uh, I um, this might be uh something that you can shed some light on. Uh, I was watching a um, uh, podcast with Bishop Larry Gators and and really love listening to Bishop Larry Gators and he was going over. Um, so COVID had just broken out and you know it feels like Kobe's um helicopter crash was like in 2005 like that just seems like it was so long like really? does does anyone even remember that australia was on fire oh, in man. january well you like, mentioned chemtrails and no one talks about them anymore either. i don't see them as much as i as i used to but Dang. um but but one of the things that um uh bishop larry gator said was that covid c-o-v-i-d um translated from hebrew to english is pronounced kobe is that something that that you know or could verify that's why i say google google is censored uh i first got wind of it i saw it and i ran to um google and it wasn't doing it yeah because you put you know you can use google translate and if you're a hebrew it did translate to kobe but google had hurry up and changed it so i went to the yahoo search and i did the same thing put in COVID, translate and it hit kobe I don't understand the significance of it. Yeah, but it, that's definitely true. They're, Interesting, but they changed there are it blockers on Google because yeah. I use DuckDuckGo. That's like what I mess with now. If it's for like information that you know is not in, you books don't want to go to ninety nine page ninety nine. Yeah, it, yeah. If it's if it's something that is that I think might cause a stir, I just go to DuckDuckGo. It it has everything. I was typing in the same thing. It was actually when all that uh, Wayfair stuff came out. Yeah. When you tried to type some of that stuff into Google, you couldn't find it. Yeah. But when you typed it into DuckDuckGo, you, I mean, all kinds of stuff popped up. There was also, um, in connection with that Wayfair uh, information, was a Russian search engine called Yalix or something like that, or Yalnix or something, that actually... Yaslik? Something like Y-A-S-L-I-K that. Y-A-S-L-I-K or something? I think so. And uh, because I saw that in some of the photos, I tried that one, and through that Wayfair, all those images, that search engine actually got um, pulled down and uh, uh, um, punished by Russia for actually n- edit- for actually aiding 
um, child sex abduction and well, child porn protection, uh, child porn actually. Sorry, not not abduction, but but you know, the product of said abduction would be the child pornography. They were um, proven to to not be um, removing that content from their search engine, which is something that all the search engines have to do, obviously, uh, unless you're Pornhub. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, they got in trouble for for not removing. So you could go to that. Um, search engine if you were an american it wasn't blocked at all and you could you know search for whatever you wanted there and it was like you know yeah and you didn't, so you didn't put anything stuff. in there did you huh you no god well no, it's certain things that you'd be ashamed to have your search engine so you, even, not even nothing that fucked up but it'd yeah be, like you don't want to like you're the one with two pussies you don't want that on your <laughs> resume you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah yeah, yeah 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 well i mean i i did i did uh uh go to that and put in the SKU number yeah um uh and then um click images but there was nothing um i mean it was stuff that i was not comfortable with but it wasn't it wasn't couldn't be designated as that and and do you think that that's probably something that could have been put off on russia to further maybe oh yeah sure yeah, yeah. It, it, it was or accessible in the china. united states yeah yeah or- yeah. Or oh, China. absolutely. It, I mean, and and China and Russia have their you know um, conflicts and whatnot too. Um, so uh, I think we're we're kind of at a good kind of stopping point uh, uh, of the story, and I think that um, we definitely want to have you back to to, to talk more about um, the, the twelve tribes. I uh, completely see the Bible in in a new light, and yeah, I do too. Um, Just this the stuff that you said about like. It being for a certain group, yeah. like not for the world. I never, never thought of it like that ever, yeah. and that completely changed my outlook on it. I have my white Jesus with blue eyes. You leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> that seems more she is. But just let me say this though, because I, I don't want to leave on like a cliffhanger. Yeah, just yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah. We see the Black Lives Matter movement, and we see like the um, the the um, unequality, if that's a word. But the thing is, like people have to understand that if we the chosen people, it means he showed us favor. The reason why we go through these things is because we broke covenant. Our ancestors broke covenant. He told them specifically these things were gonna happen. If you ever like read the Deuteronomy twenty eight or Leviticus twenty six, and even Messiah foreshadowed it. So at the same time, he took his covering away from our nation. And it opened us up to what was going to happen, but it was because of our doing. It was part of the covenant, so it wasn't a surprise or a shock. What broke the covenant? Horn with other uh, deities, uh, not keeping Sabbath, and when, and when they say he committed spiritual adultery, they mean going and serving their powers, worshiping in their feast days. Like for us, we're not supposed to do the Christmases because where they originate at. If you ever, you know, saying so they yeah. was used, used specifically for the deities of uh, Babylon or even the Samaria. Yeah. The Sumerian deities, Saturnalia as well. Saturn's involved Definitely. there. You said yeah. Christmas, Christmas. Oh it's yeah, ba- yeah, it's based on it's Saturnalia, the winter, like the winter solstice and the summer solstice. Yeah. Those are specific deities. Yeah, and and like our people would just follow these deities, and so it's only so him being. You ever hear the context? He is a jealous god. I, I, it's yeah, not like he don't that. like because your cloud better than he is or things like that. He don't want you worshiping like he he selected us, so he want us to give all our worship to him. So when you give it to them, that that infuriates him and enrages him. Mm. And so that's part of what happened. That's how come we go into this captivity. It talks about if you ever read the prophets, the Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Isaiah, it always talks about it's always a redemption plan. That's what being redeemed or being saved is. 
if you he said he scattered us to the land of our enemies it's not just the united states yeah it's all over um enemies it's not regulated to a skin color because some of the descendants of ham are muslims and if you're familiar with the north uh the um islamic slave trade predated the atlantic slave trade so these were like even though this is the one that's highlighted here in america it was worldwide with different nations Mm -hmm. taking us over so everybody if you read uh psalms 83 talk about the nations that took confederacy against israel uh and they all it's like it's always a subtle plan or subtle plot and it's how they do it today through music like i'm a big hip-hop fan i grew up on music i Mm -hmm. love music but it's been one of the worst things that happened to our community as far as what they push out and stuff the what what they make acceptable i thought that when the first grade asked me what i want to be i said a football player by the end of eighth grade i said i gotta shoot somebody yeah. I'm gonna be a thug. <laughs> you know what I'm like they changed my trajectory. Yeah. They, they what what I thought was acceptable and stuff. It was the most sick shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we grew up wanting to shoot motherfuckers, drive by. Like, I can't wait till I get me a red rag boot. Something I'm turning mm-hmm. up. And I thought that was normal. So what they do, they they make us feel like the bakery is normal. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We see the whole thing with uh Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Everybody going crazy. I haven't seen that video. I won't watch I, it. I watched it and I was like, I don't. I got a nine year old daughter. I got. I was. I was confused. I don't. I don't like that shit. But this position we in now is because of what our ancestors did and it's what we continue to do. It's easy to make it racial, and that that don't that come from up top. Yeah. The same people who running the uh, pedo wood and all this shit. Yeah. The people uh, preceded Alistair Crowley. You know, like they in the child sex. These yeah. if you ever oh, say these sure. people sick. For sure. <clears throat> yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was bisexual. He was okay, uh, all kinds of stuff. And then one part of it said he was able to uh, swoon younger some from some country because of his charm. Well, there's a lot of rituals yeah. that require. Pansexuality. So could Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin was after serial killer. Fourteen year olds and and oh really? Oh shit! I don't you know. Never heard I about, that you ever heard? You ever heard? I mean, uh, Ben Franklin being a serial killer, like no. all, the, all the bones and bodies they found under his house. Oh shit! No, look into that shit. Oh shit! Look man, that shit. You gotta oh, be on a right. few episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna <laughs> but I, I didn't want to leave on a cliffhanger. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Redemption to save me and being saved out of captivity. We like, even though we've been given liberties, and it's not just us as a nation, but everybody here has liberty. We don't have freedom. You know what I'm saying? But even amongst the liberty, they can make it feel like the divide and and the racial. The racial angle is the most powerful divide, and it's and it's when once you start realizing things, man, it start. You like, damn, they really mad at this, you know what I'm saying? And they, the media, tell you when to be mad and how to react to your anger. For my nation, we refuse to do what we supposed to do. It's simple: repent, turn back to covenant. The the best form of freedom is mental freedom. When you can just have a free mind, the physical shit don't fuck with you. Yeah. And what I it, read the book of Daniel. Were Daniel they in captivity, but they mentally got their mind stayed on the Most High, so it gave them a sense of freedom, and he moved with them. You know what I'm saying? He enabled them to uh, activate within that captivity. That's what we as a nation got to do, because the whole goal of Israel was to be a light to the Gentiles, the nations. You know what I'm saying? We show the nations how to go, and they, and they follow us, and it's not again based on color. It's just how the Most High divide things up. The, the entire book was written to one nation. It's like a almost a love letter. You know what I'm saying? And it is a recount. It's a historical uh, text. It talks about the present. It talks about the future. 
but the thing never changes is, is about Israel. So Israel has to learn how to be Israel first. You know, it's like I got to get myself together then I can love you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like once we get back in line with the Most High Yahuwah, everybody else will come back in the fold. Like those who choose to live under his ways, though, even with his own people, he won't make you do something. Yeah. It's say like everybody who bloodline Israel, not Israel, because it has to be in your heart. But I definitely don't mind, you know what I'm saying, talking. It's not something you can kill in one conversation. Sure. But I sure, definitely, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. It gets, gets everybody's toes wet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And I think um, um, that that I can resonate with that um, a lot myself in simply being, um, you know, keep, keep, keeping that mental freedom as a part of it. Because even if... Um, like I would much rather be a, a conspiracy theorist or a truther more than I would rather not um, because I feel like someone who is able to look skeptically and objectively at everything is going to have more mental freedom than people who are just like, oh, well, this is the way it is right, now. Right. And and it's like there, there are always going to be those things, especially in the world that we live in. Like you said, we have liberty, but we don't have freedom, you know, per perfect example is you know um yes you do have the liberty to, to drive from one place to the other but you cannot do that without the government you paying the government enough money yeah. to to yeah. you know do that and so um you know uh yeah the, I, I i've just had a blast uh we we need to definitely uh, bring you back in for for more of that um and and what you mentioned about um you know hip-hop is going to be a uh um something that i think uh um, did, do we have time to do the video breakdown? The uh, yeah. If if you want, if you want to check out, like like I said, we're '80s kids. So if you want to go check out some hip hop, that's actually if you listen to what they say, go to check out Jayru the Damager. Um, he's an older one, and he actually he talks about how you've never seen so many cr- criminals. Um give up themselves on stereo before talk about yeah. what they're doing every day mm-hmm. uh, but once again he never got popular and then if you go through um like public enemy mm-hmm. uh, they had some success but if you actually um listen to them then they tried to say that they're basically racist so that's what hurt a lot of them. well and okay. nipsey hustle was the latest one in my <sighs> opinion i listened to nipsey yeah but nipsey also was on there with the planes with the most with the he, he had that perception of like i have money i'm i the video in front of the two planes and the cars so like he did but but he wasn't he wasn't talking about he 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 wasn't out there like talking like trying to get a group of people to to go against a group of people he was he was really trying to bring groups together at the end he was yeah let them do their own thing i mean some some of the early videos were like just like everything else you see even with nipsey nipsey, anybody who gets any kind of success it's hard to hear but they part of the program, whether it's a high level programming or low level programming. He had a lot of symbolism. Some of the pictures he took with uh, the picture with him and Lauren London that came out after his death, mm-hmm. where her sitting on the horse. Yeah, that's to uh, you know what I'm saying institute or insinuate the mother goddess spirit. You know what I'm saying where we give these women all this power and stuff, and you almost look like your girl's assistant. That's how the mm-hmm. men men reduced to. But they use him for things like that. But then they get to us and like he was talking about Dr. Seabe. Dr. Mm-hmm. CB died for Dr. CB. The shit Dr. CB was talking about is 
everybody got Nipsey wasn't uh, like pulling the blanket back off. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't revealing shit. But that's how they feed us Nipsey and shit. Like he was some kind of martyr. Being honest, Nipsey was a fucking gangbanger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had positivity, and it, it is. I couldn't have said this shit ten years ago, but it's just me being real with myself. Like you can't promote two different things and stuff. You can't promote life and death, and then be a martyr when you get killed. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and then, and, then, and even to a degree, I hate to say this, but with Tupac, he, he my favorite rapper ever, but. When he was under the program, because you could tell he should was his handler. You know what I'm saying? It was, it didn't fuck with him. Like, it, he didn't feel it, but he got to go along with it because these was his, you know what I'm saying? It got him out of prison, things like this. But all these people are controlled in some aspect. You know what I'm saying? And they, once you come from out of control, they got to get rid of you. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happened. That could have been what was happening with Nipsey. That's, I mean, when, yeah. you, when you listen to how his music progressed, you could see the difference. And and to your point, BJ, the reason I feel like the reason why he rapped the way that he rapped is because that's the people he was talking to. Just like the Bible was for specific people, but it was given to the world. I feel like that's what Nipsey was doing. He was trying to get those people that weren't on the right path and were not thinking about being on the right path. He was at least taking their mind and turning it upside down so they so that they could see that there is another way. And then as he went on and went on and went on, you could start to hear that he was oh like he knows that this gangbanging wasn't right, but that's all he had. That's all he was given. And so that's how he got out. So he's showing he, he was showing people, in my opinion, how to get out of that mess and to try to make yourself better. That's maybe why, they won't be rappers, but that's why Drake going independent is so crucial if he does. Because then, like, the strings are off. Nobody can control what he does and when he does it. Is he talking about doing that? Yeah. Uh, uh, At least not not within, maybe not business-wise, but, you know, you know, uh, like like that song we played from John Connor, you know, how how much Mm. does a whole ass soul go for? Have you listened to John Connor? From Detroit. I've heard him on a couple things. I haven't just Priceless. Yeah, he he, he may not be business controlled, but he he is probably spiritually controlled, which I think is really where it all kind of underlies here, which leads us. um, Oh, real real quick before we get into our video breakdown, quick answer. uh, What's Kanye doing right now? What's what do you think is his motivation? Kanye, Kanye, because he's because he's he's you know. A lot of people say that he's just trying to be alternative to sell records. Some people think that he's actually trying to... I don't feel the same way about Kanye that most uh, people do, where they call him a, a sellout, whatever. Yeah. I think for one, I think Kanye, he it's always in the roots, in the core. Yeah. I don't think that he has a strong foundation of who he wants to be. Yeah. So he, he just go with the wind or go with the flow. I do believe he's honest in everything he do. Yeah. Uh, when he, reach, he He has enough sense to not... Regulate his thoughts to Democrat and Republican. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't okay. know exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a, that, that's that's kind of kind of a when you live with nailed witches, it. I mean, yeah, yeah. You li- you you live you with really a coven. Yeah. And he and I'm just, real quick, I know you're gonna. He's under Jay Z's a witch, so he came into the game oh, in, under witches. You know what I'm saying? So. They feed these people where they push them to certain. You, just the people we've been around, Amber Rose. How mm-hmm. do you? You know what I'm saying? She's high level witch. You know, but they keep him and once he start breaking his program, that's when they start talking about we gotta get you in the hospital. Well it's the same thing they did, it's same they did with Bieber. Thing. And then mm-hmm. and then Bieber went and met with him. Yep. Yeah. Because I feel like they broke out from like I'm and that's one thing I was talking about. Where's he at Montana, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where logic is moving. Yeah. Yeah, Montana. Whoa. Are you serious? Yeah. 
He yep. moved to Montana. Mm-hmm. His last, his he did he was logic. He was, yeah, he was his, another one. He was doing his last. The witches one. are most powerful around the biggest populations. And then, like, yeah, like he did his album, and then uh, he stopped doing them. He just no more music. Yep. And so we are going to break down a song called Cloned Rappers by Tom McDonald. So what we're going to do here is we're just going to, as this goes through anything we notice, we're just going to commentary over the video as it plays. Um, so feel feel free to jump in wherever you want to, man. Oh, hang on. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Yeah. The Illuminati knows the answers, taking bone samples to clone rappers, but the artists in prison. He's waking up like a almost like a clone or a body laying on a skin lifted, it's scientific. Laying on a table. They erase the old you get your duplication to enforce their message. The clone Gucci, clone Kodak, clone him and them. He ain't raps his encore. Know that clone and rappers when they overdose. He's saying names. Game is a sham, turning the artists who challenge to sacrificial lambs. The labels and devils are shaking hands, creating our artists and labs. The executions have been televised, though. Mm. This is this is what Westworld is basically about. But it's using AI. Which uh was was Epstein. Look into Epstein's mm-hmm. eugenics. could also be metaphorical oh absolutely let's point that out They killed the rappers who were spitting truth. They wouldn't have a messenger to reach the youth. So they duplicate physically, implant abilities, replicate tattoos and cloning facilities. Indie contracts say worldwide. Wow. Contracts say universal. For all of time and all forms, they own all your music, your image, your name, and your person. <laughs> we don't need to commentate. Just listen to him. Yeah. But for 50,000 and a hair sample, you can clone your dog or your dying cat. It's another way for them to win the war by weaponizing important celebrities. Don't kill your foes, just clone their gods. Then you'll control all your enemies. Woo! Wow. Don't kill your foes, just clone their gods. Wow. Now he's got Oh, he's still got the piercings So basically he's he's a clone that woke up and became sentient or or woke up sentient and stabbed his uh, cloner and took off. So now he's a rogue clone. No, he was really smart. Video by Nova Rockefeller. That's interesting. 
he was he was really smart in the way he made that video because the scenery didn't change the setting all stayed the same there yeah. was three people total in the video pretty much that were uh the main people and like there wasn't really any there was no symbol there was no symbology it was all just nothing that, that, that i recognized um that there he might have had some specific symbolism there that well, it was in uh, the words yeah the symbolism oh was yeah in the for words. sure yeah and it definitely you know um there's a song by Spose called pop pop song or pop star yeah about when he signed this deal out of college went to la and they're like change everything and he refused and they they dropped him yeah like well, we'll find someone else to do it this is my first time uh coming across him tom mcdonald yeah, yeah. y'all familiar with him a lot I, I, yeah. I had listened to him a few years ago and he kind of stopped coming out with stuff where I, I wasn't really paying attention to it and recently he's come out with four or five songs yeah. that are I mean there was they are like explaining everything that's going on in a perspective that I've never really been able to see it as well like what was standing out to me is 1.2 uh, million subscribers what that's a lot of subscribers, lot. And, and being how historically censoring YouTube is, man, it make me question him. So I got to look into his background because if you allowed to just spew stuff like this, that's yeah, that, that, that could be controlled opposition yeah. very easily. Well, his, when mean, you, my, his background is yeah. it's it, it, it's not the cleanest background. He 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 came from a messed up head. Cause I I always had a problem with the Gucci Mane being cloned. Like Gucci Mane has never said nothing remotely revolutionary. It's like if you clone Gucci and shit, he like the trial effort. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Him or but Kodak. At, at, but at the same time, if the ultimate goal um, for uh, you know here, I guess here's the ultimate conspiracy theory. What if the ultimate goal is? Um, so I guess we didn't really get into this, but are, are you familiar with the Kazarians and their kind of infiltration of the nation state? of israel that's where that's where they do, that's where they all come from yeah the, yeah yeah. Kazari empire yeah, yeah yeah and so um you know if if uh if the goal that is controlled by those folks is to pursue and you know replicate debauchery uh amongst the the, the true uh you know israel nation um then wouldn't they want to Clone someone like Gucci Man, who's you know talking about off white bricks and but you can all you know it's I mean? a billion Gucci's. That's true. Like yeah, you, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. They got the that's power to make true. a superstar out of anybody. That's true. Yeah, that absolutely is true. And and there's probably all always one that's next to fall in line. This how you this how you make me think Gucci Man clone. If he be like all of a sudden, I'm in love with me. Cause I could see a fucking agenda behind something like that. Yeah. When somebody just go, like, if he did something, just was just totally off course. What he been? Yeah, doing. That, that that just he isn't like, him yeah. normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's understandable. Um, all right, so we are gonna go ahead and wrap up. Uh, we are gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode. We have had a blast. Um, but before we uh, play our outro song, uh, which is gonna be by um, Naya Izumi, I believe. Um, uh, and this guy's incredibly talented. Uh, Latoris, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and where the podcast is? Uh, you can find us on all streaming platforms. Um, the Conceited Nobody. Again, it's K-N-O-W, Body. Um, you can also find it on Instagram at TCK Podcast. I think that's what I got in there, TCK Podcast. And you can also follow the page on Facebook. Everything on Facebook is just shared from Instagram. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's my pleasure being here too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, I really, man. It was, you know, it was a blast. Now I often I get to talk to people in person about these things. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what we kind of wanted is yeah. safe haven. Yeah, for sure for everybody. Nick, where can the people find you? Oh, I guess I should have said that's what you wanted, Uncle Buck's house, right? <laughs> you. That's why you're the first person I called, <laughs> buddy. You're the first one I called. I need someone to interrupt. <laughs> regularly <laughs> now y'all know where you can find me in oaks five and it ain't changing on facebook in uh, <laughs> oaks 55 on instagram um and as usual you can drop uh any questions or uh topics that we should check out to um uncle buck's house uh at gmail.com um and uh you can find me at let's see we have by the time this one will come out uh, we will have on August 15th we will be having live stand-up comedy at Kettletop Brewhouse as always Top Live Trivia every Tuesday um, you can come watch myself and, and Justin do some trivia um, and uh, we have the Kettletop Comedy Hour every other week um, all at Kettletop Brewhouse and Anderson and um, yeah later y'all deuces Hey, I'm Naya Azumi, and this is my 2018 NPR Tiny Desk Contest entry. This song, <laughs> this song is called Soft Spooken, or previously Soft Spooken. Where are you from? Are you from here? Enjoy. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he did everything? Uh, I think so. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolute blush. Yeah, for sure. I'm getting all tangled up here. Yeah. There you go. Take it easy, buddy. Be safe. See you soon.